Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Radio Time Productions with Valerie Jarrett Bass. Sit back and relax as Valerie talks to some of the greatest minds of our time. Enjoy the conversation and remember to visit www.radiotimeproductions.com for more inspiration. Now let's get on with the show. Well, greetings everyone. This is Valerie Jurette Bass, uh, your host at Radio Time Productions. We're broadcasting live from Blog Talk Radio Studio, and we're having a few technical things going on. Oh, surprise, surprise, because I wanted it to go smoothly today. We had such a wonderful guest, and oh, uh, very special, and someone who's going to be uh, pharmacists are going to be the future of our medicine here, and we have a wonderful Antonella Martino, who is a pharmacist consultant and pharmacist of America specialist in diabetes prevention and health education, which means she's got the most important things covered. Now, uh, what we want to discuss with uh, Martinella today is a few issues that I had posted that you guys probably read about, and they're important issues, and, and she's a, a, a doctorate. She has a doctorate in pharmacy, and that, that means a lot. Not Most pharmacists do not have uh, PhDs, so she's very highly qualified in so many ways and such a delightful person, and we're so glad that she is here with us today, and we hope that, that everything goes smoothly with our technical, you know, the technical thing always happen every other time it's happening we we are, we're hopefully everything will be okay today but if not we're going to get back with you but right now i see that we have our guest caller and is, is that antonella hello yes hey, oh everyone. hi hi greetings greetings my dear i'm so glad that you could be with us today um are you um i wanted to make sure you could hear me okay I can. Can you hear me back? Uh, yes. Uh, you, are you on? Could you turn it up a little bit, whatever device you're on? If not, that'll be okay. Is it better now uh, without the speakerphone? Um, I, 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 why, why don't you turn, no, it's fine. Uh, I'm not so sure. That, are you on a cell phone? Yes. Okay, well that's okay. You just we'll see how it goes. If you need to turn it off the speaker, uh, we might do that. But right now, what I wanted to do was discuss a few points with you. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, you know, we're we having a little problems with with all. But basically, I wanted you to tell us what what does a pharmacist do? Could you tell us in more detail about pharmacy and what you what you do as a pharmacist? Yes. Um, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, and um, I would just, I would just like to, yes, help the public with um, a more specific role that the pharmacist um, has, and it's probably uh, one of the more important. Unfortunately, um, in many settings, uh, this role gets um, hidden. Um, because of the different tasks a pharmacist has, 
um, in dispensing of medications, uh, whether it's at a hospital or right. at a community pharmacy. That community is where we have, um, or retail pharmacy, where we have more interaction with the public um, that right. comes to get their medication. So the role there would be to educate each individual about how to use the medications, uh, first of all, correctly and then safely to make sure that they're getting the best outcomes and also how to address, um, you know, disease prevention and management through health. Um, And the public is uh, very little aware of this interaction that should occur each time, if not any time there is something new uh, mm-hmm. that the um, person goes in to get um, another medication or existing medication. So mm-hmm. uh, it is unfortunate that we don't take uh, this opportunity and that the pharmacist is not given you know, mm-hmm. the appropriate time to do so because uh, that would be how to use their knowledge um, that we have um, on all these uh, medication management. uh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Your lifestyle habits is basically, are you talking about the lifestyle habits of people that's going to play a very big role once the, you're you're an educator, so so you have to actually uh, educate people much more so than they realize, correct? Yes. Um, actually, as a consultant, basically means that I work for um, long-term care, specialized right. in geriatrics, um, medication management, and um, monitoring of medications, just to make sure that you know the person is taking the right dose at the right time, prevent mm-hmm. um, interaction between different drugs or drugs and supplements or drug and conditions or drug and Mm -hmm. food and avoid uh, side effects and also um, exactly to encourage um, non-pharmacological alternatives uh, when appropriate. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Because the body is such a self-healing capacity and we're not using it uh, correctly. And in order to do that, we exactly have to optimize our lifestyles right. to be healthy. Yeah. Um, actually, um, even more so, um, if you know, it's important to mention the pharmacogenomic. Uh, it's the study that actually helped to determine, um, based on the person's genetic attributes, how they're going to respond to certain medications. So that is even what comes first, because if we want to start a medication to address an issue, we really have to look at what would be the best medications. And unfortunately, right now, we don't do much of it. Um, And that we may just try to attempt something. What do you mean, doctor? what What do you mean by a person's genetics? will determine how a a script may be used. Could you elaborate on that? Uh, Well, we have genetic codes within us, which is our DNA. Uh, Mm -hmm. So all the genes will determine if certain medication 
would be metabolized by the body, meaning are we going to obtain the actual result or are we going to have more of a side effect because of our sensitivity of different ways people are made. So one medication is not good for everyone, and we Mm -hmm. should make sure that we don't just try it, uh, but that we are aware of what, you know, different categories of medications or different medication. It could be, you know, a blood thinner, right. um, which is very important because if I'm reacting um, and bleeding easily, uh, then definitely I want to know that before I start. Right, um, right, right. Okay. So, 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 so when a doctor, when a doctor though writes a script for us, hardly any. I mean, I don't take very many. I rarely take a script, but they don't say, well, you have to go to, you have to go for a blood test to determine a DNA and so on. So, so this is really just done in, in special cases where where somebody gets tested for for the possibility of having, you know, hypersensitivity to something or whatever. Is that correct? Well, yes. Actually, right now, that's how it's used in terms of, for example, anticoagulants, blood thinners, which is, you know, high risk Mm -hmm. of a Mm -hmm. side effect that can, Mm -hmm. you know, be really life-threatening or medications that are very expensive, like cancer treatments. We want to know Mm -hmm. what the person may respond well to. But we don't do it in general, like blood pressure medications or pain medication would be uh, very, very important because if we are uh, metabolizing quickly, then we're Mm going to have eye doses. Those are questionable. So that would really help uh, a doctor, you know, make, even if it's, you know, a lot of time initially, this is a once-in-a-lifetime kind of evaluation. Our genes don't change unless we have an organ transplant, right. uh, blood transfusions. Um, so those are exceptions, but that would be, you know, the ideal situation where we can really target the right medications um, is to this be effective. What you mean? And that's, uh, you know, this is, is this what you mean by uh, root causes? In other words, I'm so I applaud you so much on that because you're you're very unusual in your field, wherein you do embrace uh, some complementary uh, medicine as well. And and and, mm-hmm. and basically, complementary medicine is, if in fact, goes to the root cause. It doesn't put a bandaid on it like perhaps allopathic medicine would, which is why I've been a, a student of. Uh, you know, uh, alternative medicine, anti-aging, well, you know, there's many names for complementary and so on. But actually, it, it's really based on doing, uh, applying things that are more natural, that work like, uh, you know, that work with the body better. But sometimes it has to be made as a script because it may need to be amplified in the lab or whatever. But you do embrace uh, herbals and so on like that, which is, you know, I mean, they've been around for that. Thousands of years, and many cultures use them very successfully. But America seems to have turned turned back on, on on natural medicine, beginning way back at the turn of the century with Rockefeller, if you know that history. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm so glad there are people like you who know what you're doing in traditional medicine, as well as uh, having an awareness of, of of complementary. Could you give us a little more about your background? You worked in. I know that you had uh, you worked. Could you just you know expound on that just a little bit? And, and, and you have your own company, 
uh, that you've uh, form formulated yes. as well. Just tell, tell yes. us a little bit um, about I've that. I've actually, yeah, I've actually um, always worked uh, since I graduated um, from Nova Southeastern University as a long-term care pharmacist. Mm -hmm. um, so be, behind closed door, uh, serving nursing homes, and then awesome. uh, you know live in nursing home and different institution and hospital. Basically, mm -hmm. that we supervise um, the pharmacy license that mm -hmm. the institutions have because they don't have pharmacists or physician on site. Um, they're run mm -hmm. by nurses. Mm -hmm. um, but then periodically, both doctors and pharmacists, um, you know, consult there to make sure that uh, we apply to the regulations uh, for medication storage, medication administration, and monitoring. Uh, mm -hmm. so the pharmacist works along with the physician uh, to make sure that, you know, we're looking at everything because we are the advocates for those people. Right. Um, later on, I transitioned to my own company, which is still a consulting um, company for medication management and disease management. But I do uh, medications consultation for people at home, no longer in the nursing home. So mm. people mm. call me and would want to discuss you know, different things, especially if they have issue controlling their blood sugar with their current treatment. Um, mm -hmm. And I work with nutritionists as well. Um, wow. Because that's important, you know, physical therapist and um, that's wonderful. all including in this uh, basically type of lifestyle adjustments yeah. that we need to have in order to be successful. The medication do help, but it, we right. want to help the medication working to the fullest and possibly reduce mm -hmm. the amount of medications that a person takes. Holistic. Nutrition is holistic. so important. Yes, holistic mm -hmm. um, inclusion, as you said, of non-pharmacological and dietary supplements, vitamins, you know, minerals mm -hmm. that we know uh, we may be missing if we're not um, taking good care or exact care uh, of our bodies correctly. Uh, so right. definitely lifestyle is um, my focus of what else can we do uh, to mm -hmm. help, uh, you know, getting better and staying healthy which is lifestyle means for life, not just yes, that's for right. a short time. Well, you, right. you, specialize, you specialize in diabetes, which is a very big issue in our society. Mm -hmm. I am so surprised, you know, being a researcher in the field, I am so surprised at how many people are, are diabetic or pre-diabetic. Now, if somebody is pre-diabetic, is uh, you know, to me, I don't know, that just means you have certain symptoms of diabetes at a lower level or whatever. Now, what would you suggest mm -hmm. To people, if you could just, you know, I know that you can't do a whole thing here, but is there any any mm -hmm. kind of uh, suggestions you could make for people that are pre-diabetic and why is that? This is your specialty. Yeah. Yes, um, pre-diabetic is basically, um, you know, the beginning. Uh, it may take 
you know, different amount of time for someone either to realize or become symptomatic, you know, um, mm-hmm. and then going to the doctor to find out the blood sugar is elevated. You know, a mm-hmm. normal blood sugar on a fasting is considered to be less than 100. So if we're less than 100, we are considered non-diabetic. Between 100 and 126 in fasting mm-hmm. would be mm-hmm. a pre-diabetic. Once we go above 126, it's actually considered already diabetic. And again, diabetes type 2, which is what our population suffers most of, uh, which is driven by lifestyle, again, um, overweight, you know, or eating the wrong diet, being sedentary, mm-hmm. having a lot of, you know, negative stress, uh, all counts, you know, toward uh, this. So the lifestyle has become important at any stages, you know, whether we are having a sugar of 90 uh, in fasting because it's already elevated or whether we are, you know, passing a hundred. So we do want to start to make adjustments whether uh, yeah. know, we need to speak with a nutritionist uh, specialty, mm-hmm. you know, because I know we have a lot of excuses for ourselves <laughs> that yeah. we don't have time, right? We don't have money and the family responsibility and work and everything that comes. But our health has to come first because yes. there is no health. There is nothing else with it. Um, we don't realize that because we think it's granted, given. But when it comes right. to be less of, uh, mm-hmm. then we see that we need to make changes even in the busy schedule. And definitely, now, you know, the nutrition would be the number one oh, factor yeah, that's to nutrition, You know, even the Bible mm-hmm. speaks about nutrition. The, the, the leaves yes. of the trees, you know, will heal you. Mm-hmm. And I've always, that's, it's powerful because the more natural you can get it, of course, the better. Now, as far as this diabetic thing goes, um, I, all my life I've had low blood sugar, Okay. And, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering, uh, you know, a lot of people do, I don't think as many people have that as, as probably a pre-diabetic, but is that similar? Mm-hmm. What, what, what's going on there? Uh, well, I would say that we want more people, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can eat all know. the milkshakes <laughs> I want. <laughs> I guess it's, uh, really has to do with see, we're going back to the genetic. Yeah, um, my mother. Had how, that's right. 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 People respond. Mm. I mean, genetics is not that we can't, you know, change the fact because only um, diseases are only seven to ten percent hereditary in and origin. Environment so, is the key, like in psychology. Right. You know, environment uh-huh. can override genetics any day. Exactly. What you do depends what is going to happen. So if you follow the same lifestyle of your parents or grandparents, you know, of course right. you will have similar risk, but not right. because you cannot change that. Actually, genes um, do change um, mm-hmm. even by thoughts alone. Yes, that's you right. Know, thoughts are things, right. 
Yeah, words, I mean. That's that's very advanced thinking. You're really, really advanced thinking there. Not too many people and doctors, you know, in biofeedback, it's shown conclusively. I've shown that thoughts are things that we can can put electrodes on you and say, think this or think that, and and the body responds appropriately. Yeah, very powerful thoughts are things. Right. It's uh, it's a connection that I include in my um, consultation and education because it's essential to realize that it's there. Body, yes. mind, spirit, you take care of your Absolutely. body, but then you cannot just do that. You know, right. you need the mind, the positive mind, and how to um, get your spirit to be in harmony with all that, you know, and for that we right. have music, we have dance, we have passion yes. stuff and hobbies yes. that, again, we neglect um, because of the time instead of finding to make the time as actually a very important, you know, distress and detoxification yeah. aspect that we don't consider, but like you said, uh, we have to because it is, now, very clear um, yeah. point that um, has to be there with everything else. So yes, uh, yes, it's uh, so important. Yeah, that's a biggie because this is very much overlooked in our medical arena because you know doctors tend to have a gross materialistic uh, kind of attitude and you know the body is the body responds to uh, a lot of things uh, internally the mind the spirit and you know i had did a little uh, i used to do a little exercise with people when i was practicing biofeedback where with this very mm-hmm. subject in mind i'll say Sit on a, all right, close your eyes and visualize yourself sitting on a very high chair and looking down at your thoughts as they go by and just look at them and say, well, that's interesting. Or you can say, I don't want to have that thought anymore. Now, who is that observer? If, if, if you know, you're, if you're observing your thoughts, then you're not your mind because you can, you can look at what you're, that's the spiritual aspect to it, you know, body, mind, Mm -hmm. and spirit, uh, you know, how they over the interact. Anyway, that's great. You're very advanced with what you do. My goodness. We're lucky to have (laughs) have you come on today. And, and, and uh, I, I, I just can't believe how, how, uh, how being in such a traditional, um, as I told you, my ex-husband was a pharmacist uh, for years Mm -hmm. and then became a, then became a lawyer in the in in, in the arena, which is uh, which is kind of interesting because he used to get cor- uh, you know hey he knew a lot about uh, medical mm-hmm. and uh, used to do to have a very nice practice with, with that. But yeah, you know um, the other thing is uh, now you're, are you do you see people in your uh, and are you go to them? Is that could you explain a little bit if somebody wanted to actually have a, um, have a session with you. How does all that work? Yes. How, go ahead. So um, we uh, normally have a live uh, session uh, to start with because, you know, it's so important to have that um, connection uh, between mm-hmm. the person that also get trust, you know, and... Um, of course. It, it's a little bit more personal, and that's how I like it uh, traditionally. Uh, we do also only phone 
or Zoom, meaning video calls, you know, or video mm-hmm. um, where we can see each other. You know, right mm-hmm. now it's a little bit different than it used to be, so we have adjusted for that change as well, but still able to at least see each other depending on the person's uh, confidence level. Well, course, you know, um, then people are going to see that you, you look like an Italian model. <laughs> you look uh, like a runway model. So if you ever go to a pharmacy, you can always do modeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm an alternative. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, our um, consultations uh, options that we have. Uh, so it's not a physical. About, they don't know. go to a they don't go to a physical location. It's all which can easily be done on Zoom today. A lot of Zoom calls are taking people that would otherwise gone got into the office and all, and and so yes. uh, so they would call a number. Do you want to go ahead and give that information out now? In other words, your telephone number. Yes. Uh, uh, I ha- yeah. Go ahead and all the information. Available. Go ahead. Also available, I think, on the um, slide and brochure if that is um, or becomes visible. But it's the phone yeah. number to reach me would be 
Well, well, um, okay. So in your protocol there or at your corporation or wherever, um, what, if somebody signs up with you and whether they have a few sessions, do they have it as they need it? How, how does that work? Works basically um, based on their preference. We suggest that there is an initial consultation with six different follow-ups because so okay. that every couple of months we can, you know, determine where we're going. So that would be a package. Then right. there be more frequent or less frequent depending on a person feels. Some people need more guidance than yeah. others. So we just personalize to what the person needs. But we do yeah. recommend to have a minimum, you know, of three follow-up because oh, that yeah. is the chance to see the progress, we can also, as part of this, collaborate with their doctors, um, mm-hmm. you know, and look at blood work results right. and maybe manage for changes if needed um, and implementation so that they may really get to lower the amount of medication oh, yeah. they're taking. Unfortunately, we're out of time. We only have 30 seconds. This went by so quickly with you. I'd love to have you come on again. You're delightful and you're so knowledgeable. We could have you on half a day and, and, and that would be very entertaining. But <laughs> listen, I, I, listening to all this, I, I absolutely recommend this woman for a lot of reasons. I mean, you know, I do my research prior to bring anybody on here. She is exceptional in every way. I encourage you to give her a call. And that number, once again, is 954-650-2147, correct? Yes, thank you. We have to say goodbye for now. You've been a delight. I'm so glad that we could get together like this. And we're going to get together again. God bless. And we're going to talk again soon. Thank you, my dear. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye.